Good Sunday morning. You're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire to inform and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from from you. Good Sunday morning. So what I'd like to talk about for today is the other side of fear. There is without a doubt blessings that await the people of God. If you are willing to press through, hunker down, press through, not quit, don't give up, but trust in the promises of God. Even when it looks like insurmountable obstacles are in your way, you have got to be willing to take God at his word and know that just on the other side of this obstacle that I am dealing with is the promise that God has made to me. You want to have the courage and the spirit of a Joshua and a Caleb that looks at the insurmountable obstacles that other people say we can't get through. And you want to be the one that says we are well able through Christ to do what he has promised us to take the land that he has called us to take and to accomplish all that he has put in our path on the other side of fear. The word courage came to mind, and that's exactly what you're speaking about. And I'm reading the definition of courage. It says the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, etc., without fear. It also means bravery. And, you know, when I think about that, I think about this quote that I read about um, that John Wayne would say, and it really just stuck with me. He says, courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. And that's exactly what courage is. You may not know exactly what's, what's ahead of you. You may not, you know, you can't see everything, but you know, you have received a word from the Lord and you're going to go forth in that word. But then things begin to start happening. Difficulties come, pain arises, danger. You know, you feel like you're threatened, but knowing this, knowing that although these these things may come, you know, what's set before you and you know that you got to do it anyway. And I'm reminded of the scripture that says that those who trust in the Lord shall never be ashamed. And that's one of the things I hold dear. And I want you to hold dear as well is that when you're faced with a, with a situation, when God has placed in your spirit of vision or telling you to do something that seems quite impossible or other people are telling you that that just won't work. No one has done this before. It doesn't even seem logical that you would take courage and go for it anyway. And God says that if you trust in me, he said, you know what? I will make sure that you will not be ashamed. And I think that's a wonderful promise because shame is probably what keeps us from moving forward in, in what, what God has told us to do. What if it doesn't come to pass? What if it falls? What if it drops? What if what people are saying is true? You know, how am I going to look? What about my reputation? And God is saying, but if you trust me, trust me, he said, you will never be ashamed. But you know, shame is just another mask of fear because when you are ashamed, then it makes you afraid to move forward and fear 
fear is paralyzing. It's immobilizing. It will cause you to stop dead in your tracks. And and the way that it is defined is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that something or someone is dangerous and likely to cause pain or death or, uh, or a threat. And you've got to know that what you want is greater and more desirous than that which you fear. In other words, how bad do you want it? You want that degree. You want that Mm. job. You want that, whatever it is, that promotion. How bad do you want it? Are you, are you willing to put in the blood, sweat and tears? You want to lose that weight. How bad do you want it? Are you willing to go to the gym? Are you willing to turn down your plate? Are you willing to do what it takes to accomplish what it is that you want to accomplish? It really boils down to that. How bad do you want it? And what you want is lying on the other side of fear and you've got to move past it. Remember that God did not give you the spirit of fear. He is not the one that has placed that in your heart. What he has given you is the spirit of love and the spirit of power and the spirit of a sound mind. What he has given you is the ability to believe. He has given you a reason to have faith. He has given you proof that his word is true. He has given you his word that his promises are true. He said, I could find no one greater to swear by. So I swear by myself that blessing, I will bless you and multiplying. I will multiply you. What I have promised is yours. You just got to want it enough to endure hardness as a good soldier and believe to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. It's right on the other side of fear. Are you willing to endure and to accomplish what God has in store for you? You know, I'm mindful that even in the scriptures, it says that he will give you the promise so that your joy will be full. And how great is that when, when, when you're standing on what God has uh, told you, you're pressing forward and then you see the manifestations of it or just seeing that, you know, as you go along the way, he's opening up doors. And as you go from one level to another, you're saying, oh, my God, God has done this. And, and you must admit that joy really rise up in your spirit. You you must admit that you were feeling happy because one, you know that God is hearing your prayer and that you know that you're really walking in that journey or in that path which God has set for you because now you're seeing the evidence. Before you had to trudge through some things. You had to go through maybe the, the, the self-doubt, you know, or just setting down and not doing anything. But now you've gotten up and you say, I'm going to believe God. And you're moving forward in, in God and all of a sudden he begins to start really opening up doors for you. People are giving you things that you really don't deserve. They're giving you money from places that you don't even know where they come from. I mean, God, you can see the evidence of God's hand upon you. And so that joy rises up in your spirit. But I want to tell you that to hold on to that joy, hold on to that memory, because while you're still on that path, there's going to probably be a time when you're settled, you know, a time where you feel like you're setting steel and you're battling. And then you begin to wonder, oh, Again, am I on the right track? But what I want you to do is hold on to that and say, yeah, I'm on the right track. Because remember, God wouldn't open up that door to get me here if he wasn't with me. And so you stay at that point where you said, but I'm going to keep going forward. And then God begins to, at his appointment.
point in time, he begins to move you forward and you see other things falling or you see other things coming to you. I want you to continue to go forward because we need that joy in our lives. And when we have that joy, other people will see it and say, my God, God is really working in her life or God's working in his life. And and he wants our joy to be full because he said it gives him joy. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. strength. That's right. You, you, You seem to be depleted of strength and weak in the journey. You need some joy. Somebody would say, well, I don't have any joy right now. Leap for joy. Leaping for joy is an act of faith. I don't have it. This is something that I want. How bad do you want it? I'm willing to look foolish, run the risk of looking foolish and literally leap for joy. You say, well, that sounds silly. Some of the things of God will sound silly to the natural man. It sounded silly for Naaman to go wash in dirty Jordan. It sounds silly for for Moses to stretch out his rod against a big Red Sea. Some of the things of God sound silly to the natural man, but you've got to want what God has for you enough to run the risk of looking silly, Mm -hmm. sounding foolish. Mm -hmm. Sometimes God will tell you to go speak a word to somebody and the word he gives you doesn't make any sense to you. I mean, it'll it'll sound like fragmented sentences Mm -hmm. and it'll sound like something that just really is silly. But you go do that because when you go do that, God is putting it together with something he has told them. Sometimes people put fleeces before the Lord and they'll say, Lord, if this is you, have someone come over and say a certain phrase to me. Have someone do a certain thing or God will say, I'll confirm my word. You'll know it's me because I'll do X, Y, and Z. And you might be the one that God is using to bring to pass the confirmation in someone else's life. That confirmation may sound silly to you. It may sound foolish to you. Many times with some of the people that we pray with on a daily basis, they will give a a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge, or they'll share a dream and they'll say, I really don't know if this is for anyone, but I'm just going to share this. And they'll share it. And someone else will say, oh my God, that is the exact thing I had been praying for. Mm -hmm. And then their soul begins to leap with joy because they know out of the obedience that I have had demonstrated to God, he has confirmed his word and lets me know that I have heard him clearly. It sounded crazy. It sounded foolish. It sounded silly. But when you are obedient to the things of God, he will make even the foolish things look, uh, look like wisdom in your sight because God takes the foolishness of this world and confounds the wise in this world. The things of God to the wise in this world seem foolish, but you need to trust in God. We are not walking by sight. We are not walking by the world's wisdom, but we are walking by our faith in the son of God. And you've got to press to the other side of fear to receive the blessings that God has in store for you. We don't want to mislead you or give you the false impression that when we say press to the other side of fear in that pressing, things will get dark. Things will get difficult. Mm. It will seem like, as you were saying, LJ Renee, you'll start questioning, is this where I'm supposed to be? Am I on the right road? Did I hear him clearly? The darkest part of the night is just before the dawning of a new day. It's going to get darker before it gets daylight. It's going to get harder before it gets easy. It's going to be more difficult before you see the breaking of day and the dawning of the blessing. You have to know that God is with you and that and that he is 
propelling you forward. There is another quote too, that I would like to even read right now. And it says, courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something else is more important than fear. It says the brave may not live forever, but the cautious do not live at all. Mm-hmm. And that's the part where it just, it really sinks in. It says the brave may not live forever, but the cautious do not live at all. And it's like, aren't you afraid of staying in the same place and you seeing other people, people moving, but there is something that God wants to do in your life. I mean, you're being cautious. You're being afraid. You're, you're, you're looking at signs and you're saying, oh no, it's not time to move. But no, what this is saying, the brave may not live forever, but the cautious do not live at all. And that is so true. And then it says from now on, you'll be traveling the road between who you think you are and who you can be. Isn't that something? How you know what you can be if you don't step into what God has called you to do? How do you know what is your strength if you're not uh, brushed up or you're not held back? You know, sandpaper, you know, we used to say that like that other person is like a sandpaper to you. And basically what we're saying is that sandpaper is the one that will get rid of those rough edges. That sandpaper is the one that makes you smooth. So you got to go through those difficult situations. The key is to allow yourself to make the journey. I think that is powerful. The key is to allow yourself. You know, we can hold ourselves back. Give yourself permission to make that journey. The saying, you know what? Listen, I'm going to take courage and I'm going to do this thing. And I, God, if you be with me, who who can be against me and to walk it through. And as we walk it through, we're going to face some difficult situations, but God will never leave you. He said, I will never leave you alone. He told Joshua, he said, be of good courage. He says, I'm going to be with you. Do not be afraid. And he didn't say it one time to Joshua, but I believe he said it two or three times to him. Be not afraid. I say, be not, be strong in the Lord and and of a good courage. And so that's what he's telling you to do right now is that listen get up I told you I didn't give you the full picture I didn't tell you the whole thing because that's where trust comes in I want you to just when I speak to you I want you to just do it take me at my word take me at my word and you know sometimes and you made an example that when God has told us to do something to give a word to somebody and you're hesitant because you say he won't receive it and I'll look strange if I said what if it's not true but if we take that step and say this even if he give you a dream say listen the Bible says just tell a dream as as a a dream. dream And you can even approach them like that. Listen, I had a dream. The Bible says to tell a dream as a dream and begin to tell them that dream and they will know or God will give it to them as it goes along. I mean, I can remember some things someone told me a year or two ago or three years ago and seeing it right now happening just as they told it. You know, God gives us gifts and he uses us. He used those gifts in order to advance his people. And advance his kingdom. So he's giving someone a word to speak and to speak it because God said his word is true and it never fails. He said, I send forth my word and it will accomplish in the very thing where I send it. Not only did he say that, he said, but I'm going to water it. And it's like a seed. You know, you could plant something in the ground, the seed. You don't see it. 
But before you know it, that little blade comes up out of that e- soil. Even now, the season that we are in, it's raining. That's the watering of the word in the supernatural. And you start seeing little flowers coming up out of the ground. They were there all the all time. The time. <laughs> now that the, the rain has started to fall from heaven, it is gr- it is causing that seed to grow from the ground and it's sprouting up. There's another quote that I like, and it says that uh, ships are safe at harbor but that is not what well, a ship is made purpose. for. Right. So y- your ship can look beautiful and it can set at the dock, but that is not what that ship was built for. That ship was built to sail the seas. And if you keep that ship at a harbor, it might be beautiful for someone to look upon, but it is not fulfilling its potential. You have got to launch out into the deep and take God at his word and believe that he will do just what he said. God has not given you the spirit of fear but he has given you the spirit of love and power and a sound mind And be of good courage. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he's given us the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. I mean, a sound mind being stable, not wandering, not going back and forth. A not sound mind, up. not cluttered up. A sound mind that can make a decisive decision as to what to do. And I'm telling you, this is where God is calling us to at this time and this hour. Believe me, believe me, he, he's already prepared you. I want to go back and talk about the rain when we're talking about the seed. We don't see the seed germinating in that, in that soil. We don't see what's going on in that soil and so what we say in, in another person's life and you say in your own life I don't see it I, I I don't see any evidence of it but it's working that seed is in there it's working it's going to come up and if you really uh, have looked at in the days past uh, even today the rain I mean we have had so much rain and it's the season it's the season for it it's, it's the season the Lord has spoke to me these words and he said rain and seed and the other day I was looking 
looking out the window and I saw how beautiful the green was in the plants. I mean, in the grass, grass. I saw the, the blossoming of the trees, the fullness of the trees. I, I just saw so many things, the richness of the soil. And I, even though it had rain and it still had a little mist in the, in the, um, in the atmosphere, I saw what God was saying. He said, if that rain don't come, that will not look as beautiful. It will not blossom. It will not grow. It will not develop like you're seeing it now. And I'm telling you, the day before I looked at a, a plant and it didn't look like that. The next day after it had rained, it, to me, it was phenomenal. Life. It was saying I was waiting on this rain. But here's the thing, LJ Renee. Even now, as we are speaking, this is rain into somebody's life. Absolutely. The Bible says one plants and another waters, but God gives the increase. As you begin to speak the word of God into people's life, you are planting seeds that God will then later cause others to come and water. And at some appointed time, he will give the increase and the thing will begin to blossom and, and flourish into what God has created it to be. So today there are seeds being planted to those who are listening. There are seeds being watered to those who are listening. And even today, God is causing increase to come to those who are listening. Let that seed grow inside of you. Let that water nourish that which God has planted in you and let God give the increase. When when that plant breaks through that ground and begins to grow to where the natural eye can see it blossom, that is not the easy thing to do. Sometimes you've got to break through some stuff. You got to break through religion and break through tradition and break through some things. You got to break through generational curses and break through some things where the enemy has has got a, a stronghold in your life. You got to cast off and pull down and break through some stuff. Get to the other side of fear that you might see the blossoming, the blessing and the fruitfulness that God has in store for you. If you will press through to the other side of fear. Absolutely. I'm Isaiah 55 and it says this, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways, my ways declare the Lord. And meaning that, you know, my ways are higher than yours. My thoughts are higher than yours. We, we try to put God in a box, you know, or try to make him like us. Like if, if, God is like I think. If I think limitations, then God can't do no more Mm. than that. And God is saying, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And then he goes on to say, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than yours. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sore and bread for the eater. It's a soul is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. My God, that's that's putting it on the line right there. He says, when I give my word, it's not going to no matter what you say, it's not going to come back to me void, but it's going to accomplish in the very place where I sent it. And sometimes some of you are feeling really uh, tearing or you're being roughed up a little bit. And that's because God is trying to get you to that point where you're going to believe him and know uh, your purpose. But he said, but when I sent my word, he said, 
I, it will not return unto me void. He said, but it will accomplish in the very place where I send it. And just think on that. Meditate upon that. He said, I'm going to accomplish my purpose. It's going to be done. It's going to be you done. Know what it's I a like done deal. That? It's a done deal. What I like about that is not even your limitations on God can prevent the word of God from happening. Now, what it might prevent is you from experiencing the fullness of God's blessing. But his word will come to pass. Now, whether you will get to experience experience the fullness depends on your level of faith and confidence in God, but your limitations on God does not limit God. It might limit the blessings you experience in God, but it in no way shackles God. Your limited thinking, your unbelief, your doubt, it does not shackle God. It shackles your ability to receive from God. So I am so grateful that if you and I are willing to press toward the things of God, if you are willing to get to the other side of fear, just on the other side is everything you've been hoping for, wanting, dreaming, anticipating, expecting God to do. But you have got to press through. Hold on. Don't let go and believe to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. This is the promise that he has promised to you and be very sure that he can accomplish everything that he said. I challenge you today to press through what you are experiencing, to endure this thing that you are going through. If it's sickness in your body, if it's trouble on your job, if it's difficulty in your home, I don't care what it is, trouble in the ministry, trouble in your mind, fear in your heart, whatever it is, God is bigger than anything that you go through. And he has not given you the spirit of fear. I say to you, like he has said unto Joshua, he says unto us, be strong and of a good courage. Don't you dare be afraid. Mm. God did not give you the spirit of fear. You walk in the power of his might. You take the authority of the kings and the priests that you are. And you, you set your mark in this land. When you get done, let them know that surely there is nothing too hard for God that works in your life. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you and praise you. I'm reminded even as I hear this message when you spoke to Ezekiel and you said, Son of man, can these bones live? And Ezekiel repeated, says, You know, Lord, but you said to prophesy to it. God, in the name of Jesus, that thing that you've shown your people, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that there will not place limitations upon their mind and, and look at themselves as being inferior, oh God, but to look at you that you would make the impossible possible for you spoke in your word and said that with men things are, impo are impossible but with me with you God they are possible God in the name of Jesus Christ Lord help us to see beyond where we are in the name of Jesus help us to see the possibilities that you have created uh, uh, for us to fulfill father in the name of Jesus and when times as we are going along that journey when we are on on that road and we get a little wearied help us to remember God that do not be wearied in well doing and, and Father God help us to remember that when we do feel wearied that we have that throne room that we can come to that we can bow before for you said come unto you all who come unto you who are all who are heavy laden and burdened down and you would give us rest dear Father God when we're feeling fearful when we just can't see our way through God help not you. Give it up, give it up.
Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.